Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe, Do You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today's episode is the stories of high strangeness. And seeing as how our first episodes of the year were all alien related, we just decided to make my birth month alien month. We should just do that from now on. January is all aliens. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Just aliens. Now we are strictly an alien podcast. No, I just meant like January, start the year off with aliens. And it's kind of my favorite thing. I mean, we can we can try that. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I think we just got lucky with the interviews that we got. It happened to be yeah. alien related. Um, but I hope you guys have enjoyed the last few episodes. And we're just going to come at you with some more alien encounters. It's time from uh, Reddit. If our voices sound different or we sound tired, it's really early in the morning, guys. Really so, early as in, like, for us. It's, it's nine, so it's not that early. But <laughs> if we could have helped it, we would have probably pushed this to, like, 10 or 11. Yeah. So we got that morning froggy voice, haven't had our coffee. Don't judge us. We're trying. <laughs> I, I told my lady, I have to record in the morning. Do you want me to stay here or do you want me to go to the other room because I have to set an alarm? She's like... You can go to the other room. She's like, who told you to record in the morning? And I said, it was either this or record later in the afternoon. So I think this is better. Yeah. Um, well, just let her know that it's not me making you record early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but it is preferred. So Ruth reached out to us the other day and she uh, she told us, she was telling us that she had a, another little experience there at the house. Like... So, yeah, that house definitely probably needs to be cleansed. But she texted us and said in her in her text, I forgot to tell you all that I had someone touch my shoulder and ankle last night. I kept hearing noises and I couldn't sleep. I was lying on my left side facing away from the door. I thought I heard something and I looked at the camera that faces the driveway and I couldn't see anything because the camera, I found out later in the morning that it was on night mode. Your dad heard me saying that I couldn't see anything at the time. Oh, yeah. So I guess my dad heard her say, that he, she, you know, I can't see anything or something. I tried to go back to sleep. I kept hearing noises, but since neither your dad or Fluffy were reacting, I blew it off. I'm not sure how long I was out, but I felt like someone touched me on my right shoulder. It wasn't cold. It wasn't warm. I just felt it. I felt the same thing at my ankle. I thought about moving it, but didn't. I know I was awake. I could hear your dad snoring and baby girl was was as well. Baby, girl baby is girls, their, their, their yeah. dog is <laughs> fluffy. I was able to see the night lights. I could hear something. Not the ceiling fan, not the fridge. It was in the room close to me. I don't remember after that. I woke up later on in the morning. So, yeah, I mean, that definitely sounds like... Like, remember that time we were um, uh, we were trying to, like, figure out what that what Jay needed that person or that, yeah, that person that we were trying to figure out what they needed. Um, and then we described the same person oh, to Jay each other. Oh, Jay name, you said. Yeah. I heard Janie. I was like, who's Janie? No. But Jay name. That yes. Jay. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the same thing that, that, uh. Like, you feel something, but it's not hot or cold. It's just you feel pressure type, you know? Yeah. So, 
I definitely know. I definitely know what she means. So I don't know. It just sounds like I have no idea who, what it could be, but definitely need to have the house cleansed. Yeah. I completely forgot everything on my trip down to <laughs> for Christmas. So just have to make another trip down soon. Like I said, tag team it and get whatever is there out. But I, I will say, well, no, that's a lie. I don't ever, I just like have trouble sleeping in new places for the most part, just in general. Um, not that dad's place is new. Like I've been there multiple times, right? But I can never just sleep through the night. Um, and although this time around I didn't feel so much like someone was there, like someone was watching me, like those kinds of feelings, uh, I still like couldn't sleep through the night and mm-hmm. like either night and so I don't know it's but maybe yeah if we do a, a cleansing or something it'll make things a little clearer also I like half expect to see grandma sitting in her chair every time I like open my eyes so there's yeah. that too mm-hmm. but definitely when it's a brand new place and if it's some somebody like I'm not too familiar with like I definitely don't get the best sleep and I know as a kid I couldn't stay over at people's houses because I was that kid in the middle of the night that was like, I want to go home. <laughs> I left I left a, a couple times, I know for sure. And then there was other times I was like, I am not going for you. Like, <laughs> no. Just stay laying awake yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well, and so I, oh. I, I know one time like I even stayed with Sasha because it was like, she was like, here, just come come to like lay with me like over here yeah because yeah (laughs) but i don't know i can't explain why it's just yeah separation anxiety i guess uh well i can 100 percent confirm that the the same over here it was a struggle (laughs) but so i'm glad it wasn't just me um but since you actually brought up staying at the Coco's house and and sasha it's a perfect segue into like the little thing i wanted to share um, but it's just the only reason that this memory popped up and I might have already said it in a podcast before, but, or episode before, but I don't remember. Uh, but Sasha's, uh, staying with me this, or uh, she stayed with me last night cause we were both doing a market, but, uh, I told her we were going to record. And I was like, do you want to be on the podcast with us? And she's like, I don't even know what I would do. And so doesn't have any ex- experiences either, but I was like, you don't remember that one time with the computer printer and, um, but yeah, so this was like, had to have been the 90s, maybe. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think, I don't think you've told this one. I know you had, and you, I know you said something about red feather or something like that. Oh, yeah. I've, I've talked about, yeah, that there's like a ghost there. But no, this is at Sasha's house, mm-hmm. like, or yeah, Coco's house there in Brownsville. Um, I don't know. We were, we were over and we were in her room. I remember sitting on the bed and uh, don't remember what we were doing. Um, and this is when they already had their own rooms. Like Josh was on the, down the hall and hers was like Mm -hmm. blue with the butterflies and stuff. Um, so we're just sitting there and this was before like wireless printers and things like that, but she had a computer in her room and all of a sudden we heard the printer start up and start printing something. But we're like, how is that? Like, it's, like her computer was or maybe it was asleep or whatever but either way nobody was using the computer nobody had been using the computer and the printer just starts going and we kind of just like are staring at each other and like looking like 
back at the printer and back at each other, like, what the fuck? And once it stops and kind of, like, shoots out the paper, we're like, okay, well, let's see what printed. Super weird. And it was, like, a skull, like, on the corner, like, top left side of the paper. And it was, like, maybe two inches or so. And it was pixelated. Like, it wasn't a perfect, like, just black and white, like, drawing of a skull. It was, like, uh, almost like they had used, like, ones and zeros kind of thing to create the Mm -hmm. image. Like, it was, it was symbols i guess like dots and commas and whatever to make the skull basically it wasn't um yeah like i oh i saw a drawing of a skull let me like print it out um and yeah like about two inches just at the top corner and like that was it that's all that was on the paper and we were just like how did that happen and it was like did someone how yeah this again this was before wireless printers and I, I even if there were wireless printers around they didn't have one or fax machines like it wasn't a printer fax machine thing either it was strictly just a printer this um, was the 90s guys yeah yeah so and and again like if not i'm pretty sure it was probably the 90s but if not late 90s like super super early 2000s but um oh, true. but i don't i yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure i was you remember on the younger what grade side. you were in no, I'm, that's what I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out with Sasha, like when, because that used to be Dia and Theo's master bedroom until they at, did that addition uh, in the bottom. I think, so she no, was, it might have been the, the early 2000s. Early then. 2000s, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I mean, I I know I wasn't like a kid kid, but I wasn't like a teenager either. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, like a preteen or something, but uh, yeah, yeah, she already be- had that room upstairs. Yeah, because she would have definitely been in high school already because, she, I mean, she went away for college, so. Uh, yeah, probably that sounds about right. Like, I'm trying to, like, imagine her age and, yeah, she probably seemed like a teenager or she probably was a, a teenager. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wasn't a preteen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think. But anyway, all I have to say, the, yeah, the story it was just – the printer printed like a little skull and it was a little bit more yeah like it was a little scarier then because i think well i didn't have my love of skulls like i do now so it was more like ominous i guess i feel like if i saw that now i'd be like that's pretty fucking cool it's it's like they know me it's a it's a message (laughs) i've probably been all excited about it versus like oh it's an omen of death it was a message back then saying you're gonna start pearl skull maybe maybe it's funny though but yeah, just a little story before we get into the aliens. I know those two stories that we kind of just mentioned have nothing to do with <laughs> aliens, but uh, since she was here and made me remember, I wanted to share that if I hadn't. But should we get into the alien stories? You? I was visited by aliens from Churlo. And I don't think it's Churlo because, like in Spanish, because they're from Australia. <laughs> I guess it could be. This is a personal experience that happened over a year ago, and it's been a mystery to me ever since. Any for any information explaining what possibly could have happened would be greatly appreciated. This is in New South Wales, Australia. They just put NSW, so I had to look it up. This is in New South Wales, Australia. I was at my aunt's holiday house in for the weekend. It was just a regular night, a little bit wet, but everything was normal. So so it was around 11.40 p.m. 
and my dog was sleeping on my bed. Then he quickly got up and started barking his head off to go outside. So I let him. This is unusual behavior for my dog. He runs to the other side of the backyard, which is about 15 meters away from the porch. I didn't look the conversion up, guys, so you can do that. (laughs) And then stops barking. He was silent. I turned around for two seconds to look at my mom, who had just come out to see what was going on. I turned back around, and my dog was just sitting in front of me on the porch like nothing happened. I don't know how he ran back so fast without me noticing. Anyway, here's the interesting bit. Me and my mom hear this loud buzzing sound, not like an electric sparking sound, nothing natural like we've ever heard before. And a bright lime green light came shining directly down, lighting up the whole backyard perfectly like a precise laser scan. Mm. And it happened twice. Shining and buzzing. Pause. Shining and buzzing. Stop. There was a roof over the porch, so I couldn't look up to see where it had come from. My instant thought was aliens. The whole thing was so bizarre, like nothing I had ever heard or seen ever before. It started as a deep buzz to a higher pitched buzz and back to a deep buzz with the green light as the buzzing was happening and then the whole thing stopped. Then my dog slowly crept inside and went back up onto my bed and was whimpering. The light couldn't have been from a power line because there would have been a shadow casting from the roof of the house, and the sparks don't give off a green light anyway, especially not as bright as neon as what I saw. Can someone please respond and explain or tell me if anyone has had any similar experiences to mine? Thank you. And then somebody comments. Well, you both might have had your minds fucked with temporarily. That distinct buzzing sound is sort of associated when aliens are screwing with your brain, whether that be creating audio or visual hallucinations, reading your thoughts, or just blanking out parts of your memory. The dog teleporting might be an indirect... Oh, sorry. Indicator. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, I don't think you were abducted since there's no gaps in your memory too expansive. Probably just checking you out and then making sure you weren't too reliable of a witness. And then oh, I thought I got more, but yeah, that was that was like the first comment. That's funny. You know, the, yeah, I, I definitely recognize the the buzzing sound and like that scanning like light or I don't know, maybe not necessarily a scanning light, but I could just envision it so well in my head the the way they described it and you were reading it, but um for sure, I know the the buzzing is like a huge indicator UFO thing. Yeah, yeah. But what would you say indirect? It's a huge indirect. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably got that. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, this one, you jerk. <laughs> You've been mean to me on the podcast too. Payback. That's I couldn't okay. help it. It was too good. It's perfect. Um, so this one is by Live Designs. Um, it's called I'm Friends with Aliens. That title caught my eyes, so I had to read. Because um, Michelle wants to be friends with aliens. I do. That'd be fun, right? I think. Well, and and also it kind of what what you're saying with the the buzzing um or the or that comment, I guess, saying that it, it messes it's them messing with your head. Mm-hmm. Um kind of goes into to this story uh so it says i've been following this reddit for a while looking for people who have had similar experiences to mine i found a few but want to see if anyone else has so i finally decided to tell my story here if you've read into research about abductions 
You may have heard my story before under the alias as I have participated in university studies. Ooh, here it goes. When my mom was a few months pregnant with me, she was informed at a normal checkup that I was brain dead in the womb. Oh, shit. Right? I don't think I've ever, I mean, I've definitely heard of, like, not alive, but not brain dead. But um, Several doctors convinced her that she should abort me because I would basically be a vegetable. However, a random doctor called her one day and said he would like to start a treatment to help me. A few months later, I was born... Alien. Yeah, I mean, a few months later, I was born completely healthy and with no brain activity issues. Uh, Throughout elementary, I experienced blackouts and memory loss. However, my physical body doesn't blackout. Through friends and family, I discover there is another person residing in my body. At about the age of 12, it was... I'm at a girls' youth camp with my best friend. Because we're rebellious and curious, my friend and I ended up sneaking out of the tents we were sharing um, to go out into the woods alone. Sadly, nothing interesting happened. It's like, well, why would you say that? I got so excited. Okay, we eventually go back to our tent to fall asleep. Imagine be like, and that's the end. Uh, And this is where things got weird. Okay, okay. I wake up to what feels like a f- sorry i wake up a few o- what feels like a few hours later lying on a table in my pajamas it was a dimly lit room there was almost nothing around me but a metal table then i look to my left on the left is a huge cylinder tank filled with some sort of liquid and my friend is naked floating in it i freak out and i guess i passed out when i opened my eyes again i was naked in the tank i blinked a few times tried to move and passed out again I proceeded to have a normal dream that I vividly remember to this day. When I woke up that morning, we talked about our nightmares and realized we had pretty much the same one. At that point, I thought I was a government experience experiment. Fuck, now I did it. <laughs> Over the next few Carl's years, a bitch. I know. <laughs> I'll leave that in there. Over the next few years, I am abducted over and over again. Eventually, they slip up, and I end up figuring out they're not—they weren't human. To spare a long read and many details, I'm like, uh, keep going with the details. But uh, over the past eight years, I have become very good friends with these aliens. They're tall, white, with glowing skin and large eyes. They are like family, and I've been told that they have been watching me from before I was born, and that the doctor was a friend of theirs who used their advanced technology to heal my brain. Makes sense. However, right? I'm by it. I yeah. However, the other person in my brain is one of their people. They put her mind into my body to stimulate my mind. That's some sci-fi movie shit right there. It's kind of awesome. Anyway, my best friend who I, who I have with me all the time is not human. They are not greys, and they are a very different race. Greys do exist, however, but my alien family is not friendly with them, nor do they believe their practices towards humans are right. We know we might get hate for this testimony, but we will deal with it on our own, in our own ways. And we just want to know if there is others like us. I really hope this makes sense. It gets lonely having nobody to talk to. I've been ridiculed enough and had friends wanting to lock me up in mental wards, so please don't say I'm crazy. I know it all sounds insane. If you're intrigued, we, or pretty much just me, would love to tell you more. Um, so... Then it says, edit. Keep in mind, this is an older post of mine. When originally writing this, I didn't want to overshare the emotional depressing facts. I do believe this species are genuinely good, 
and they have taught me things and not tortured me purposely. Therefore, I still consider them friendly. I wrote this just to get the story out there because I felt alone and wanted to find someone like me. And, like, surprisingly, a lot of people are like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> like, I thought there was, I mean, some people are asking questions and stuff, like, in the comment thread and whatnot. But, um, yeah, that's, the comment section was just as intriguing as I felt the story itself. I don't think I've ever heard anything like that where they're with them since the very beginning like that. Or, or to have, like, be half human consciousness and half alien consciousness i guess mm -hmm. it's yeah it's interesting it'd be so. kind of crazy if we could find that person and have them on yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sure i could send them a dm but almost kind of seemed like i mean they had done other studies and it was like anonymous so i don't know mm. if it might be i mean they, they might be willing to but yeah we just probably couldn't use a name or anything but yeah i can yeah. See what's up. Interesting. What else they've posted? I don't think I have anything that cool. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, my next story here is uh, from Neither Towel seven six seven three off of Reddit, and the title is "So I'm pretty sure I unlocked an old memory of me being oh me yeah. being probed by aliens as a child." Good. Yeah. And then I was kind of skeptical because I was like, wait, I don't know if San Luis has deserts, but then I had to look, I looked that up and apparently there is in one part of San Luis. So I'm glad I found other stories because I had picked this one too. So, oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. But mine's different. Last week, I had this memory flooding back to my mind. I was a child and I got this because it reminded me of you like unlocking childhood memories. Mm. I was a child under seven years old. We went to Mexico to visit my dad's side of the family. He had grew up in San Luis, so San Luis Potosí, like it, like in the middle of nowhere, by the mountain. I just by the mountain. Oh uh, yeah, this one's gonna be kind of tough, guys, because there's like literally no punctuation. So yes, I remember trying to read it. I was like, shit. <laughs> uh, I just remember there only being sand or dirt, no grass, and a bunch of cactus everywhere. Very desert looking. Anyway, when we got there, it was already late, so we went to sleep. We didn't all fit on the bed, so me and the other kids laid on a cot on the cement floor. Everyone had already fallen asleep, but I was little and un in an unfamiliar place, so I was still up and couldn't sleep. And I was staring at the bottom of the door because there was a an open space. I could see outside, and it scared me. Then I started to see a bright blinding white light and there was a strong wind and dirt going everywhere and the door opens and the light is so bright I could barely open my eyes to see. But I looked up to see two gray aliens with black eyes standing at the doorway. I got scared and I hurried up and put my head back down and I closed my eyes and I could feel them moving around at the top of my head. Mm. But I couldn't feel anything. So it was weird. And I just kept my eyes closed and the light started to fade away and the wind started to die back down. So I opened my eyes again and the door was closed and they were gone. As a grown up, I thought maybe it was just a dream, but it couldn't be because I, I remember the next day when I woke up, I kept hearing something rolling around in my head. So I kept shaking my head and I could hear something in there. I even remember telling my mom to put her ear 
to listen to my head. And I started to, and I'll read how they wrote it. I even remember telling my mom to put her, her ear, hear my head and shaking my head and asking if she could hear it too. She just said, no, I can't hear anything. Go play. I'm 28 now. And I told my dad and he believed me, which was crazy to me because he's so serious and strict, but he believed me. He said his dad used to see them out there all the time and that they had huge black eyes and that over there they used to look like balls or orbs of light, which Mm -hmm. made me think of the story of the soldiers who shot down a UFO and three gray aliens with big eyes emerged and merged into a sphere of light and turned the soldiers into limestone. It just stood out because both were gray aliens with big eyes that could turn into a ball of light. So I feel like we talked about this with with text, no? The orbs? Yeah. I feel like it was kind of come up all month, too. Uh, Yeah. And even, yeah, me trying to find stories, too, uh, for this episode, it is so many orange orbs that... I I have another story with an orange orb, too. Okay, yeah. um, I guess, technically, the two that I ended up picking um don't but uh the yeah everything that i looked at and some of the other ones that i had chosen were all like orange or stuff which you know is i guess odd in the sense that i feel like usually there's a variety but recently i've been noticing more just like an orange orb kind of uh stories popping up i don't know and i mean this this one too i mean this isn't out in a field, because again, La Lucianera is a is a, yeah. a legend in Mexico or whatever. I I don't know if in all parts of Mexico, but you know, um, so is it alien? Is it something else? You know, was it a ghost? But actually, technically, it's an alien. Well, this is what I was saying in the text too. It's like I feel like our first go to is always ghosts, like paranormal. Mm-hmm. Or like spirits and stuff, but then, yeah, like it's like, or is it alien? Or like we thought it was angels, or is it alien? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We will never know. Possibly, maybe. So this one's actually another alien abduction story, and it's a little on the longer side, but I will try my best to read it super fast. Um, but the. Okay, actually, remind me to say something about Sasha before, or yeah, like before you start yours uh, after I finish this, if I don't remember to say it. But um, yeah, the the title of this one caught my eye. And funny enough, last night Sasha and I were talking and something, she shared something with me, I guess, but I'll uh, mention that at the end of this. So the title of, or this one is by Ginger Cakes with two S's, 19. Ginger Cakes, 19. It says, my entire family of six remembers being abducted and woke up with the same mystery scar. I was like, oh? So it says, all right, y'all, hang in here. It's a long one and I'll try to tone it down, but the details are necessary. I have had the exact same reoccurring nightmare since I was three. I wake up in my bed because something is tapping on my window. We are on the second story above. Uh, 
He already fine, yeah, dude. Like two sentences in. I know, but just imagining that was creepy. Yeah, being on the second story and just like yeah, because I'm on the second story and I always look out that window. Yeah, that'd be creepy. Uh, I wake up in my bed because something is tapping on my window. We were on the second story above the giant hill next to the mountain or next to Mount Airy. Mount Airy Water Towers. I I guess, you know, yeah, they're detailing where they live, but um, next to the Mount Airy Water Towers on Colerain Avenue. So the two stories was more like three. There were no trees or branches that could have been tapping, could have been tapping it. That side of the house has no trees. I sat up in bed and looked over. My sister was already sitting up, staring straight at the window. I remember asking her what it was, and she had no idea. We sat there whispering for a bit, terrified, because whatever this was, was definitely trying to get our attention. I get up and go to the window. That's where you fucked up. I get up and go to the window, and she tries to stop me, but gets up with me. As we are standing there, to the bottom right corner, it looked like something was there but it was making itself invisible. You could almost see an outline of this thing uh, with like a little bean-shaped head, probably about three feet tall. The tapping is still happening, and just as it, as it felt like it was about to show itself, the brightest light I had ever seen began shining through the window behind us to the left where my brother's room uh, was. They both sat straight up and started screaming, We started screaming. My dad and mom came running into the room and made us run to the bedroom across the hall. We ducked down next to the bed, all of us panting, trying to be quiet. But within 20 to 30 seconds, the light began shining through the window and into the room. We all started screaming and our dad made us run downstairs. We were running from room to room, hiding from this giant spotlight. When this light hit the room, there were no shadows anywhere. The light touched. That's how bright this thing was. We eventually ended up in this giant room the house had that reminded me of an old ballroom. I'm not sure if that's what it was or not, but it was bigger than the giant living room and dining room together and had a tile floor. Like, how big is your fucking house? We kept that room completely empty. It gave off bad vibes. We hid in there for maybe less than one minute before my dad made the decision we were going to make a run for it. Let's go. Let's go find the room that gives off bad vibes. Yeah, it's very like Scooby Doo esque, like just running around from room to room. Yeah, but in a palace. Anyway, it was no longer safe in the house. It had one door that led outside, and I remember being so scared because someone had broken the window on the door before, and there was broken glass on the patio. I asked about it, and they said, "Don't worry about it." But I was. Like, we're barefoot in pajamas in the middle of the night. Like, what is even happening? (laughs) They said, don't worry about it. But I was worried about it. Yeah, right. (laughs) My dad counted from three, opened the door, and we all silently made a run for, for it down the hill. I remember how chilly yet warm it was. Probably spring into summertime. I remember the cold, wet grass on my feet as I ran. I was, dude, I can, like, feel it and smell it. Can you? Okay. (laughs) I remember the cold, wet grass on my feet as I ran. I was crying because I couldn't keep up. And every time I cried, my dad would pick me up. Uh, I began crying and he stopped me, came down to my three-year-old level, grabbed my shoulders and whispered sternly, Sam, 
I cannot carry you. You're slowing me down. You have to be quiet or they will find us. Ooh. I was about to cry. I'm like, who the fuck are they? Uh, and he picked me up one last time, and I looked back at the house over his shoulder. It was crystal clear night. You could see every star in the sky, but there was this huge storm cloud above the house and only above the house in a circular shape with the spotlight coming from it frantically searching from window to window trying to find us. He puts me down again and we run. The rest of my family is at the bottom of the hill already, but we catch up and he tells us to go into the woods on our right. There was a fitness trail that led to the apartments behind the house. I look up when we got to the stairs. My dad tells us to split up. Huh. My oldest brother and sister ran to the left. My middle brother and mom ran to the right. And my dad and I went straight. Six people. Not seven. Sorry. Uh, we're trying to be as quiet as possible, but I'm so scared that just trying to catch my breath would make them hear us. Ugh. We're all standing in the woods, barefoot, in pajamas, hiding from the light when it starts to come towards us. I remember closing my eyes and being like, please don't find us, please don't find us, please don't find us. But when I opened them, the light was already making its way to the woods where we were hiding. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, they're going to find us. So in my tiny brain, I was like, maybe it's better if they just find us anyway. I step away from the tree and screamed. My siblings from each side, what a little shit. My siblings from each side started yelling at me to shut up. My dad came over to grab me and the light started shining on us. My entire family ran over and my dad hugged us all as the light got brighter and everything went white. Then I wake up. Over and over for years until I was 18, eventually the dream would change and the light would be replaced with whatever I was scared of at the time. A T-Rex from Jurassic Park, Beetlejuice as a snake. <laughs> and if they looked through the window and saw you, you were caught. I remember a random day when we woke up and my brother and I had the same realized we had the same scar on our arm. Exact same spot, length and size. We giggled because we both had a little patch of nothing on our arms that matched that matched that popped oh on our arms that matched that popped up overnight. We had no memory we had no memory of where this came from. Got to looking and every single one of us have it. Mom, dad, two girls, two boys, same spot, no memory of what happened or how we That's got it. Weird. Right? So talks about uh, in elementary school how like if they had to do gym class or run laps, he it was almost like a PTSD thing where he would just kind of like shut down and start crying because he's like I can't keep up and was just terrified. And um, fast forward about twenty five years, my dad's sister and I are sitting at the table eating dinner at our family farm. We were talking about all the paranormal things that happened in that house. It was one of our. It was one of the major stops on the Underground Railroad, and everyone got murdered in the house for hiding slaves. Jesus, why would you want to live there? When I brought up the dream I kept having, I started with, I know it's just a dream, but the entire time we lived in that house, I had this reoccurring nightmare that I woke up in the middle of the night. My sister cut me off, and something was tapping on the window, and I was like, you know that the emoji with the big eye and then the lips and the other big eye on the other side? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's that. Um, she continued, uh, something was tapping on the window and woke us up, but it was like making itself invisible. 
we went back and forth finishing each other's sentences. She mentioned dad making us run outside in the middle of the night. And she even told me, Chris and I left, mom and Nick went right, and you and dad went straight. She looked over at my dad and he was frozen. His face was white as a ghost. I asked him if he'd remembered it too. And he slowly put his fork down and said, something like that. You shut your mouth. (laughs) Right? Every single one of us remember it. And it made so much sense. My siblings started being really, really mean to me after that experience, straight up hateful. And they said, it's because all I did was cry, but it's because I got us caught. I have other memories from after that. It was weird. We woke up in this place that looked like a hospital and all the floors were, were white. All the floors and walls were white. Whoever was there, Whoever we were there with separated us from our parents and took us to the room with glass windows. They stood outside and just watched us in silence, and they didn't say a word. The room was filled with other kids, and they were silent. All of them had bleach blonde hair and blue eyes, but no other facial hair, like no eyebrows or eyelashes. Everything just seemed off about them. Hybrids. After standing with them in silence watching those kids silently play with toys it clicked i was like oh they just want us to play with them i ran over to a little girl and said hi my sister yelled at me and tried to stop me but i was like no man this is cool as hell like we got woken up to play with toys and other kids their toys were weird they were like a bouncy ball a fire truck and random kids toys but there were other things that i had never seen they were just shapes with weird colors but when you touch them they made you feel a certain feeling like straight up voodoo magic they made you feel an emotion that's pretty cool uh they weirded me out <laughs> lol everyone else eventually kind of gave in and interacted with the kids but they were so on edge and i didn't understand why because i was three they were using us to teach them how to act like children they didn't understand laughter or why we did it They couldn't laugh. That's all I remember is that they didn't understand how or why we would laugh or why playing made us laugh. I started reading a book I got off Amazon called The Threat. I went in just thinking it was bullshit, but it took me six months to even finish because it was so boring and seemed too far out there. But there were sections in the book that brought me back like, um, it mentions being in rooms with kids and playing with toys. It mentioned uh, the weird ones that you touched and made you feel things. Oh, that's creepy. Can you imagine like starting to read a book and then it just has experiences that you had? Yeah. It mentioned a lot of things I remember and kept to myself. It even mentioned things I'm not willing to talk about. And this book is basically people being put under hypnosis on the notes that the doc and the notes that the doctor took of them remembering what. So sleep regression, basically. Or regression therapy, kind of. Yeah, regression. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and says, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Feel free to ask any questions. And, of course, people did. But that was already, like, an hour-long story. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but I thought that one, I, like, I, I wanted to read it because it's, like, it wasn't just one or two of them. It was, like, the entire family. And they all had that same memory or dream. And the same scar. Yeah. But, okay, oh, I forgot. So there's, like, a second part, right? Um, the scar, I don't know if I had mentioned, and I think maybe Craig might have also mentioned that, like, usually abductees have, like, scars, especially, like, on their abdomen, too, um, or, like, around their belly button. And 
when we were talking last night, I think I might have mentioned to Sasha that this episode was going to be all like, all alien stuff. She's like, did you know I have this random scar above my stomach? And my dad would always tell me that it was from where the aliens came and abducted me and took me and like tested her basically, I guess. And now I'm like curious <laughs> like what it looks like. And Show me your scar. Yeah. So yeah, she's got a, a scar above her like belly button or like on her stomach and yeah her daddy was like yeah that's where the aliens came and grabbed you and tested you maybe he knows something i know right it's maybe it's like one of those things where like you wake up in the middle of the night they used to live in a trailer Ooh. i mean i could i could see theo jacinto being part of like some military alien conspiracy Oh, I was just gonna say that oh. his. Da- I was gonna say that his daughter got taken, and then he was like, "No!" And then, oh, like the next God. morning, she's just like laying in bed. He's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Like, what happened? Uh, like, was I dreaming? Yeah. Or or that? Like, he he like he goes in the room screaming no, and then he just kind of wakes up, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And like he goes to the room, and you know she's laying there. So he's like, "Okay," and then later on sees the scar, and he's like. It did happen. It wasn't just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> I so want to put that on the shirt. <laughs> I forgot to say uh, it. All right. Um, let me see. It's my last story. <clears throat> so this was this title is called "While Experiences While Meditating" from Ooh. Ben Swallow on Reddit. I've had some wild experiences meditating lately. Once I'm in it, I'll mention I want to communicate with whatever is out there, and sometimes something communicates back. More details in the comments. I got the idea from Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, Making Contact. I highly recommend watching the movie. I saw it on Amazon uh, Amazon Prime Video a while ago. On one occasion, I felt a presence and asked for it to heal anything that needed fixing, and I started to feel something poke my right eye which is interesting as I used to get headaches behind that eye time to time. The headaches are gone now. During another, I saw a bright white light about the size of a penny whereabouts the middle of my forehead would be. It was hovering erratically a bit, then shot straight up and out of my mind's vision within about two to three seconds. These are the two immediate ones that come to mind. There's a few others, but I'm a bit fuzzier on them. I'll start journaling them going forward. Has anyone else experienced this while meditating? I'm not sure to think to think if it's an angel, my higher self, God, or extraterrestrials. I'm starting to think the latter. I figured I'd post this for here first before a meditation page as I'm practicing the techniques from the movie I mentioned above. For those curious, I do a yoga uh, nidra meditation, but put a timer on that turns the audio off before the bell goes off to bring one back to consciousness. There's something there for sure. And it wants to communicate. And somebody says, I've seen faces looking at me and kind of rushing towards me, disappearing and reappearing as I try to focus on them. Also eyes, also eyes. I'll see different kinds of eyes looking at me, usually a pair of two eyes, all different kinds. This happens when I try to really black my mind and not think about anything, which is a lot harder than it sounds, lol. And then so, and then he goes, that same, the original poster says, man, that's wild. Definitely makes you feel like there's something out there, no? And then that person writes again, 
yeah, man, I've seen some things I can't explain. And I've had a few experiences I can't explain from childhood. I've seen these orange balls of light that float around real silent and then blast off really fast, still quietly. And I've seen one ship about 10 feet from me as I was standing at a window on the third floor. That's as high as the building was. Anyway, that's as high as the building was. Anyway, this rectangular craft with rounded edges comes floating on by. It was so close I could have spit on it or jumped out and touched it, had a soft and touched it. it had a soft orange glowing panel on the lower front corner it was so strange but i know for a fact after that we are not alone here i truly think the universe is filled with life and it's hidden from us for some reason they obviously don't want us to know that they're here makes me wonder what they're doing studying us yeah, yeah. and then the original poster said again I think they are just watching and waiting for us to evolve to a point where we are not fighting over every damn little damn damn little oh every little damn thing anymore. I feel like we are their reality TV. They are for sure on a different plane than us, and I believe we're transcending. We when we transcend via meditation, they notice us tapping into the mm-hmm. plane and pay close attention. That's what I feel like. If, if you're able to like meditate, you're in a or you can pick up or see things like the little beacon light kind of shines a little brighter, I guess, kind of thing. Um, so it's and and not even just extraterrestrials, but yeah, like spirits too. Like, oh hey, like I, what are you, what's going on over here? Like, can you hear me now? Can I? Can you see me now? Kind of thing. Um, I wish I could have like a legit meditation practice, but I just I can't be consistent. One day, one day. Yeah, I think about it all the time, just like sitting and trying to meditate. But then I'm like, dude, my mind's just going to be like going all over the place. Yeah. And they all say, like, that's okay. Like, Like, as long as you bring it back to like, or quiet it, or like acknowledge it and then just let it go. And then it's like, okay, but then another thought just comes through and like, that's all I'm doing the whole time. (laughs) Like, it's never ending. Yeah. Cause I know for like, I've, I've been talking to my wife before. And we're there and um, she says something, we finish our conversation. And then that, that, the, that conversation will get me thinking about something else completely off topic. And then like, I don't even finish that thought. And then something that I was thinking makes me branch off into another thought. And then that thought branches off into another thought. And then I laugh to my, like, I just like think a million thoughts. And then I laugh at something that happened, like, you know, days ago or weeks ago or months ago and she's like what's and she goes what like or what's so funny and then, and then i'll bring it up and she's like dude you're still thinking about that and i was like no <laughs> i was thinking about this and then i thought about this and then i thought about this and then i thought about that and then that made me think about this thing that happened back then yeah. and then i just thought it was funny and then she was like that's like that has nothing to do with anything we were talking about i, was like, I can't like, tell you how my mind like my mind doesn't I can't tell you, like, that's just how my mind works, you know? Like, my mind will think a million things that, you know, or just start bouncing, you know, from my, like, thought to thought without any thought. Like, like, I don't control my mind. It just happens. Yeah. So forgive me for being weird. (laughs) No, I can definitely relate to that. That's why when someone's like, oh, like, what are you thinking? Or like, what, you know, or if I do like some sort of like little laugh like that too. And it's like, oh, like, what's so funny? 
It's like, do you, do you really want to know? Because we're about to go on a roller coaster ride right now, and it's going to make absolutely no sense to you, but make perfect sense to me. So, yeah, I can totally relate. That's funny. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, I, I just, well, I always tell her, but sometimes I just feel like I don't want to tell you because you're going to like, you're going to tell me like why I'm thinking about something from so long or like, I just, yeah, I just let me think my thoughts or sometimes she'll be like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, I'll, and I'll just say nothing, but it's not that I'm not thinking nothing. It's just, I'm thinking a million things at one time. So it's like, well, where do I begin? Yeah. You know? I definitely feel that. Uh, but yeah. All right, guys, that was our, uh, that concludes our alien month. No. Yeah. It was interesting. It was, uh, from the, Virginia to Lewis, the talk with Lewis, that was great. And then uh, Texas um, stories were interesting. Those photos are fucking nuts, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, wrapping it wrapping it up with these Reddit stories. It was an interesting little month. Glad we got to do this because I feel like it's not something we. I mean, we don't get a lot of you know, alien encounters or people talking about, you know, their ET experiences and stuff like that. It's usually, you know, more ghosts and stuff like that. So it was fun to be able to dive a little bit deeper into this area of the paranormal. You know what I want now to try and and manifest guests for is uh, like Bigfoot sightings. Bigfoot. Bigfoot encounters, yeah. Bigfoot would be great. Or like cryptids, but preferably Bigfoot. I know that we had... Um, Ed Sullivan. Ed, Ed Sullivan. Um, yeah, I know that he had... Uh, you know, or was a, a big a fan of Bigfoot, but yeah, I just want people's experiences of... They heard knocking in the woods, or they saw something. Oh, and something that I was going to mention also yesterday with Tex, when he talked about... not. Well, not yesterday, but I guess previous episode or last week, um, when he mentioned, you know, like people in uniforms being in these spaceships and like some people have seen like Bigfoots and stuff like that. I wanted to say uh, that I wonder if that's what inspired Chewbacca, like in Star Wars, is people having seen, you know, these Bigfoot like creatures on spaceships. And then because, you know, we've talked about how like in Star Trek and Star Wars, like some of the technology that they have like we have now and Mm -hmm. how do they get those ideas like where do those ideas come from and blah 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 right but uh yeah so now i'm like i wonder if somebody one of the writers or whatever you know had seen had that experience and they're like yeah Yeah. let's put bigfoot in a george spaceship yeah (laughs) but i don't know it's interesting i mean i don't know it's I, and you know, it's it's always kind of like when I'm reading these stories. I don't know why it's it's easier for me to believe like ghosts and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. I'm more inclined to be way more skeptical of like these kinds of alien yeah. encounters. You know what I mean? Even though we've talked to people who have had experiences and stuff like that, it's not that it's hard for me to believe. It's just for whatever reason i'm i'm a lot more like hmm. skeptical yeah i think it's because it's 
ghost ghosts almost feel a little less threatening. I feel like aliens are a little like more threatening in the whole idea of this like superior being like taking us and experience like it's versus like oh there's a ghost in the house that's a person that's not supposed to be there and they knocked over a flower vase like that's not i mean i guess it could get really scary with like crazy like you know but that's for damn sure yeah i don't know i think we've had this conversation of like what would be scarier like seeing a ghost or seeing an alien no, I, I, it's always. I think it's always been what would be scarier seeing a ghost or being touched by a ghost. But I don't know. If oh, we've that's had right. The, okay. So then, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do that. What do you What do you think? Seeing a ghost or seeing an alien? What is scarier to you? Probably seeing an alien. Yeah, because I feel like a ghost. It's like okay, well, you used to be somebody. Like you were a person, like a human who was like on this planet, kind of thing. Versus an alien. It's like, what the fuck are you even? are you even an alien or are you like a little robot drone for like another alien or I don't know. It's just, I feel like that would be creepier. Yeah. Because, and, yeah I don't know. I, and I, I want to believe it less like, because it's scarier to think that it's true. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Maybe kind of. Yeah. But it's still super fascinating and I love it. No, no, for sure. It's just, like I said, like when I was reading through some of the stories, like I did skip a few because I was just like, oh, this doesn't. I mean, I my, your stories, I felt like were a lot better than mine. But the reason like why I got that last one was just because of what they talked about in the comments afterwards. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I mean, yes, because of what he said, because, you know, Craig has talked about how they healed him before and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but also because of what he was saying towards the end, because I feel like. I feel like I tried to choose some stories that kind of touched on like what we've talked about this whole month, you know yeah. what I mean? Just conversations, mm-hmm. the conversations that we've had and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. And I think like that, that last story kind of, you know, just talked about like why they don't show themselves to us or like why those people feel that they don't show themselves to us, which is something that we've talked about recently, yeah. like in this last couple of these last couple episodes and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely scary. I mean, yeah. I might do that poll on, on Instagram. Be like, it's scarier seeing a ghost or seeing an alien. See what other people think. That'd be fun. Well, all right, guys. If you guys would like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media, so make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook and Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we will read that on the show. If you want any merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, cups, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?